0: Time, Gavin, girl, time. Bing. Hello. Hey. Hey. It's February 8th. February 8th, 2022. What were you doing 10 years ago today? Uh, I Do you remember? That, no. I only know this because it came up on my Facebook memories
1: i haven't looked at facebook today really <laughs> i've hyped a little
0: today was the day that i got fired from sam's club <laughs> that's, that's funny ever, after right? <laughs> <laughs> that after after 20 years Anybody of working there
1: for you, though like right it all worked out it all worked out you worked at sam's for 20 years though
0: yeah yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah.
1: that's slightly a miracle that you weren't fired way before. Right. <laughs> you know, for you to make it 20 years, it feels like it was political, maybe.
0: <laughs> was it political? You, I'll, tell, I'll tell a little tidbit story. My first behind? experience... So I was at Sam's Club for six months, okay? And I had just moved up here from Nashville. And, of course, I was like the girl from Nashville, okay? I was like, well, Nashville does it different. The, you know, we oh, don't yeah, do it. Then, yeah, they fucking oh, yeah. hate me. <laughs> but I'm cute, so I get a lot of dudes that want to fuck me, right? Well, one dumbass... I remember he worked in the freezer department. He... Was going around telling everybody that I sucked his dick in the freezer. Now, I've done a lot of things and I'll own up to things, but if I have not done something, mm-hmm. no. So I went to management about it and I was like, you need to stop this right now. And I remember the manager goes, You don't come in my office and you don't tell me what to do, la, la, la. And because um, I'm just some, you know, 19 year old kid and he thinks that he can bully me. No, that's not happening. I don't remember quite what happened after that. I think the dude was reprimanded, but... Yeah, you were still worked there for maybe. quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, because... And then I was even more hated because I had done that. But no, I'm not doing that. Not doing it. Yeah, not doing March it. day HR, Karen. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Talk about a heavier time because, like, back then, I feel like it wasn't taken <laughs> as seriously as it is... This is 90... Oh, 92, not, maybe. Yeah.
0: 91, 92, so... You know, you had to play the game. Yeah. I ain't playing. Yeah, no more. Hey, we got a guest today. Gil, do you want to introduce our guest?
1: Well, you know more about her than I do, but I'll introduce her like um, a comic performance, maybe. (laughs) I want to hear it. I know that. See? (laughs) uh, Well, my first experience with this person, she was in an alternative beauty pageant. And I had to vote against her because I worked with Skylar at uh, the Beauty Collective. And so Skylar was in it, and I had to vote for her. And also, Rachel- so,
0: favoritism. You weren't even objectively judging. You were just- And,
1: well- uh, hmm. Miss Betty Bubkiss was also in it. I love Betty would I know, it would, be, nice. it would really be hard to... And, right? I wouldn't want to be a judge. But it doesn't matter. My vote mattered not. <laughs> because our guest took the crown. Like, almost Ooh. unanimous. They were like, no, yeah, that's so... Sorry, Charlie. So, Which was amazing. And you looked fantastic. Fabulous. Thank you so much. And then I've heard about your amazing makeup skills. Now that's
0: where I met first met her was with I was with um that other troupe that I was with and uh you had come in and did mm-hmm. a little like makeup tutorial mm-hmm. and I still use some of those makeup tips <laughs> that you gave me.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is awesome and amazing.
1: Which is fantastic. And so this is the okay and from what i've read about her
0: online right you're she's also got this huge artist. facebook group called the fat life phat that's right it's Pretty ash
2: hi ash mac hi. couldn't
1: stand oh, it you i couldn't. just took it i took, took it. it from me <laughs> you should have just Don't done it right me, from it's the it's okay, beginning <laughs> we're fighting no, the children are fighting <laughs>
2: I'm so excited. This is my first podcast, so you're, like, popping my podcast cherry. Oh, I'm I was so excited. excited.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. How fun. All right, so where are you from?
2: Um, born and raised here in Knoxville. So yeah. In the surrounding areas. I live near Oak Ridge now. How fun.
0: Can you give us a little bit of background? Like, what were you doing 30 years ago?
2: Um, I was six, so first grade. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's fantastic <laughs> it is <laughs> it just makes me feel like super old i'm so
2: sorry <laughs> i should have said kindergarten <laughs> oh <feel super> <laughs> i
0: know somebody's got a birthday coming up whoop whoop i'm already thinking of like what i'm gonna do for your it's birthday on the
1: day of ash Mac's event oh as when's well. your birthday the 11th of march
2: 11th of march okay all right so what are you pisces mm-hmm. yeah I love astrology, so I'm like, yeah. I
1: can Do you, that. I well, if you really want to know, it's that <laughs> it's scary because it's a uh, Pisces sun and a Cancer moon and okay. a Scorpio rising. Oh, all
2: water, all water. So okay, yeah. all right. I've been
0: so emotional that I'm not at all anymore. Is the problem? Yeah, like she did. A- she did a reading for me. A couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Ugh!" Like, because everything you were saying was just like, "I know, <laughs> I know." Are you? You're still Taurus, Moon Taurus rising. I think so.
1: Still, I don't know. <laughs>
3: Always will be. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: because we could have done it wrong. I, I don't I remember no who we
0: were
2: doing. It was
0: Johnny Deep that was doing that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If you're if your time of birth and all that was correct it was
2: yeah time of birth and location yeah location so your moon sign and your rising sign can differ if it's off Mm -hmm. even by 30 minutes like can differ a whole sign
0: that's wild yeah that's crazy.
2: Astrology, when on popular astrology, it's like, oh, you're a Taurus or you're a Pisces or a Capricorn, um, and people either identify or they don't. But that's just like surface level stuff. It gets so deep in the rabbit hole. Ugh, I'm so deep in that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: About yourself or in everything in, in, in and all of it.
2: I can look at charts and just be like, oh, I see, I see. You know, and can kind of give some basic like personality traits or even career traits or depending on what the chart holds. Because the chart is just a snapshot of different, like of the sky when you were born and it represents different things. So
0: have you went down the rabbit hole of the Antichrist birth chart that has just come out?
2: Haven't even heard of it. (laughs) I'm watching they have some. one
0: of those
1: about every <laughs> <Is that Trump? laughs> 10 years or so. No, no, I can't
0: say who it is. Like, this person's been super, super secretive about it. She's like, I don't want anybody, like, comment. I will delete all the comments if you oh. have figured it out, you know. Not I'm not, I'm no, I'm not saying, doing this. I don't this. keep
2: up with like news or anything like that. Like this is some um, really... This is a
0: lady on Facebook that Well, who do you think it is?
2: Uh, who does she
1: from the birth chart? What does it say? I haven't seen it.
0: Um <laughs> Probably he hasn't come into his antichrist power yet. He's he's got like a mentor on the stuff. She's basing this stuff on Nostradamus books. Mm-hmm and um
1: Revelation, revelations
0: revelations yeah those types of things but it's really really interesting it's kind of freaking scary too <laughs> but well yeah i mean yeah it's going to be scary either way yeah but but i'm just if you I were if you it. were to look at that birth chart you know would it freak you out or would you be like
2: I'm, yeah. i mean i'm deep in the rabbit hole i don't know if i'm that deep <laughs> <laughs> When did you start that? When did
0: you start? Had you always had a fascination for that? Yeah, I've
2: always kind of been drawn to it. And um, what's funny is that when I turned 18, I was working at Victoria's Secret. And my grandmother, who was my best friend at the time, her best friend's daughter worked at a metaphysical shop in East Town Mall. And she's like, you have to meet her. And six months later, she convinced me to leave Victoria's Secret, which... Was Thank it God. Crystal
0: Visions? Yes.
2: <gasps> I and so love that store. My, when I was 18, I started working at Crystal Visions. And nobody shops there except for pipes and Swarovski crystals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I basically got paid to read all these astrology books and tarot books and, and things like that. And that's where my love started. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of put it on the shelf for like 10 plus years because I was trying so hard to fit in with, with people that, you know, I just wanted to fit in (laughs) and so and then about three and a half years ago I did some real like soul searching because I wanted to brand myself on social media because I was trying to build my makeup artistry and just who I was and all sorts of stuff you know and um I was like I love astrology why am I like hiding this and I Mm love reading cards and I love crystals Mm -hmm. and I love this and that and I started to put it out there and that's how the fat life came about that's how um this retreat that I'm doing is coming like it's all snowballed from there and
0: how many people are in your group
2: right now the last I checked it was over 1300 so 1300 it's awesome. awesome yeah that's very yeah. cool so and it keeps growing every day I had like 40 40- requests yesterday I don't know <laughs> I sometimes used to I be in
0: it and then I was like why am I not in anymore so I had to re- I don't know who knows the Facebook's algorithm really- will bump you out sometimes too Yeah, I know I've been saying some controversial stuff here lately
2: uh uh-uh. uh
0: lately no like <laughs> lately. <you haven't. laughs> no, no. no.
2: Fat, i love it because it's such a positive group that yes yeah. so what do you
0: what up. do you talk about or what do you share in that group
2: so the whole point of the fat life as you said pretty hot and tempting it's meant for you to uplift and inspire others through like self-love and um that journey of just being your most authentic self so I, we teach teach or talk a lot about like um beauty and just body positivity all around and style, and, style yeah. tips um astrology, astrology readings all that and astrology is re- like when you get deep down into it it's more about self like actualization learning about yourself the more self aware you become mm-hmm. and things like that and so that's a lot of that too um but it's really just a positive place for you to like come about and like pour into each other as others pour into you because you can't pour from an empty cup, so mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, Love that. Yeah. When
0: did you start makeup?
2: Um, it fell in my lap. Ten- this is my tenth year, so I know 2012 <laughs> August 2012. Um, I've always been into makeup. I have pictures when I was little, like with my grandmother's makeup type stuff. But um, and I used to do it for my friends all the time. And in August of 2012, a close friend of mine calls me at 11:30 at night, no less. Mm-mm. And it was like, okay, I'm doing this film festival. It's a volunteer only thing. I need somebody that can do makeup. I, got an, I need somebody that can make it kind of gaudy. Okay, Ryan, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to me? You know, and like, I, in my head wanted to say no, but something deep down told me to say yes. Um, and I was just coming out of a deep depression because my grandmother, who again was my best friend, had passed away nine months before and that even to this day is still super hard um i feel
0: you um my granny was man everything to me and i miss that woman every day i was gonna ask did did she did you watch her put on makeup
2: or don't i mean i remember my like the women in my life putting on makeup Mm -hmm. but never like to the point of like you know i never thought being a makeup artist would be like my my thing like when I was little I wanted to be a lawyer you know (laughs) (laughs) that's the Capricorn thing you know I wanted that money honey Mm -hmm. yeah all that stuff um and I just did the makeup for myself Mm -hmm. you know as you know um and so my friend calls me and I was like fine I'll do it and so I literally packed everything in like ziploc baggies after like trying to sanitize as much as I can and threw it in a duffel bag and went to this like volunteer only thing volunteer um, film festival it at the time it was called secret city film festival but Mm -hmm. it's now the knoxville Mm -hmm. film festival okay yeah um and went and did this makeup and then had to leave i couldn't even stay to watch them do their thing like i had to leave because i had to go to work Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and decided to show up at the actual festival and see it and it's snowballed into what it is today of you know like i do this every weekend and I stay busy and I just hustle. What do you mostly do? Um, boudoir clients. Mm-hmm. So I like my best friend is one of the, you know, I'm very biased about it, but she's one of the best. Yeah. Musicians. Tell her that Mallory. she needs
0: to come on <laughs> yes, here, too. No, we're yes. Mallory. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mallory. Mallory.
3: Mallory.
1: You need to be on a long time ago <laughs> and loved her back when um, Michael's had closed and it was another club. Can't even remember the name of the stupid place I met Mallory through Jim Kings Stoy- Pike. How fun, yeah, I met her through somebody else, mm-hmm. but she was just getting into photography. I mean it was probably way before ten years ago. Josiah actually was um doing some things, probably oh eight nine.
2: <laughs> Um, I met 10? her in 2014, so and I think she'd been doing it a couple of years mm-hmm. um, back yeah. then. And Maybe 12. That's yes. so cool. Yeah.
1: Like I just see her work and hyper up. We were just high and by. Oh, yeah. Friends yeah. at the time. I lived in Sevierville at the time, so I wasn't big in what was going okay. on in Knoxville. But she's um, amazing and her she artwork is has incredible.
2: Grown so much. Like I watched photography her photography is yes. Incredible. And Mm -hmm. so I have this, I call it a biased opinion, but obviously it's not that biased, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm scraping my panties just so I can, you know, get a session.
2: So she and I um, have been working together since 2014, and we would just do photo shoots here and there. And then when 2020 hit and the pandemic hit, we kind of decided to, you know what, let's take this and actually instead of looking at it as a hobby let's look at it as an actual business mm-hmm. um because she and i had both gone through our ups and downs where i wanted to not do makeup anymore and she's wanted to not do photography anymore you know so it was more hobby stuff even though we would make an, we were mm-hmm. making money and um so 2020 happened and to the best of our capabilities of staying safe and masked up and stuff we just started focusing on our work and just being better than the us you know we Mm -hmm. weren't focused on anybody else we weren't focused on like what competition or you know anything like that and it's now snowballed in two years like where all we do is boudoir clients or spooky like we do the horror Mm -hmm. stuff because my makeup is glam to gore and that's you know that's awesome so and um so whatever comes our way
0: and you worked with a local um, like horror farm, Deadman's right? Farm, yeah, yeah.
2: I love um, them. I've been with them since. Speak of the devil, and you here. She just called me. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is that out in Morristown? Uh, no, it's in um, Loudon, like Loudon. Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. I've been with them since their third or fourth season. Um, last season was my ninth season with them, and I left last season. Yeah. Um, not for anything other than the fact that I, <laughs> October, yeah, it's, just, I just, yeah. it's just too much. I already mm-hmm. I do so much during the rest of the year. And then October, I literally work seven days a week, sometimes 16 hours a day when October hits. And I'm doing,
0: you know, let's stuff. talk about the hustle a little bit. Yeah. Um, because right now I'm not feeling my hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, just I came out of that, yeah. yeah, I feel very, very imposter imposter syndrome why the fuck the am time. I even doing this yes. you know and used to it was for me you know mm-hmm. I love myself more than anybody else mm-hmm. and I feel right now that I don't love myself enough to hustle and put mm-hmm. the work into it so how do you get past that hump of
2: you have to um take that time what did you rest. do because the um, winter like especially November and December is always my like fuck it season like I'm so done just fuck it kind of thing um just because it holds a lot of like trauma for me from past you know my years or whatever and um sometimes it's just a matter of, I'm just gonna sit here and scroll and check out for a minute and then yeah. after a couple weeks I might be like okay let's get reorganized and you know mm-hmm. have compassion and grace for myself because I wouldn't talk to you or you saying what a fuck up you are for taking time for yourself oh so jen doesn't mean it (laughs) yes yes you do (laughs) um so i just try to have that compassion and grace you know for myself because sometimes that inner critic can be so harsh
1: brutal
2: so so harsh and i would never talk to anybody else in the way that my inner critic talks to me you know so i have to like check check myself before I wreck myself kind of thing Mm -hmm. but yeah it can be really Mm -hmm. hard and I literally just started coming out of that in the last like you know I my Christmas vacation I like totally checked out and January hit Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay let's figure this out I'm four months away from this huge retreat that I've been planning, and then um I shit I got shit to do (laughs) yeah you know like all right let's organize and and go from there and Start hitting the ground running.
0: Hmm. I know all the, you know, I've got a planner. He's here. I'm starting to carry her with me, yeah, everywhere I go, yep. just so I can write stuff down that I forget. I have to remember too that I am a 50 year old woman going through menopause right now, and everything just sucks. And I know you <laughs> said before you like you just got to get on some good hormones and you, that's where i'm at right bio, now
1: you don't have to get on synthetic hormones there's plenty of natural bio identical or things that you can take that will help you boost your own hormones exercise i know we hate that
0: yeah i know Whether well, and that's another thing too is just getting i mean i i know what i need to do mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting up every day and doing it mm-hmm. is but the is deal your
1: inner dialogue that's so negative to you because you're not doing the things to be productive or is it i hate myself like you just literally two different things we were talking about (laughs) having a positive self-image and not and not treating ourselves as harshly like we don't treat other people this way so don't treat ourselves this way or two how do we become more organized? As right. if, right. as if yeah. you know, and it's like okay. So let's let's unpack a couple things. Yes, there's a lot as <laughs> as an older lady who has pretty much gone through it, even though I like to pretend like I'm still having issues because you know people leave you alone I felt well I feel like Joan Rivers and how she felt when you know with her joke like she still carried around tampons just so she could spill her purse every now and again like so she still seems virile you know like I don't want to be in crone mode yet no matter how dried up I might be becoming you know it's very important to hydrate ladies all all the time hydrate anyone I drink your water, hydrate, 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 hydrate and eat, feed yourself and feed your soul. It's okay to love you. And it took, you know, many years, many, many decades. So I love the fact that you are this far into your journey at your age because mm-hmm. most people don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for me to realize, you know, hey, look. You've already been there, but it's, you know, it's a journey and it's a process. And just because you've already gone through it, oh, it seems simple now because I've already had to deal with these issues. Right. And even still, I mean, you know, yeah, we have self-doubts or whatever, but you have to give yourself permission to not always be the top, not always be on, not always be everyone's Mm -hmm. cup of tea. You have to be your cup of tea. You have to actually be able to it embrace is. your was silence. Like,
3: yes. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like, feed it to me. And I, the this silence is what, this is my in like, your yes. head.
1: <laughs> and it's hard because we fill it up with everything. We fill it up with so much noise, mm-hmm. so much input and things to process. And then instead of our voice being kind, it's always a don't. Why are we always listening to the don'ts and the nots, you know, unravel those knots. Change that, that perspective. Yeah, and for sure. I,
2: I had to do it because I used to be such a pessimistic, like negative Nancy, at least in my head. Maybe other people might disagree that have known me a long time, but in the last few years that I've gone through this self actualization of the fat life and what that means and am I living it and all this other stuff. Um, you know, I have friends that have known me for 15 plus years that are like, I'm relearning who you are because you're not the same person you used to be type stuff. And, um, and it's definitely one of those things where the more that you can like take that time to accept who you are now. And if you want to change it, that's fine. But talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend versus, you know, that negative voice in your head. The Can better. I ask you
1: something? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to interrupt didn't. you. Did you get this epiphany when you lost your grandmother, when you lost your biggest fan?
2: Uh, No. Let, let me tell you what happened. Because <clears throat> I had one of the most craziest, unexplainable experiences in my basement, bedroom, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Basically, well, let me back up. So when she passed away, it was sudden. She had she ended up with a blood clot, and I got a phone call at three o'clock in the morning, saying she was gone, and um, I cried myself. Even when even if I was at work or with people, and they thought I was good, I was not good. Yeah. Um, I sobbed myself going to work, dried up, go inside, do my job, sobbed myself home, dried up, come inside because I have a two year old. Mm -hmm. a single mom Mm -hmm. at that um and then would cry myself to sleep for nine months straight every single day and I didn't I didn't know people could make that many tears like I literally never realized that my body could cry (laughs) like I cried when she was gone and makeup fell in my lap you know at, Mm -hmm. at that time and I call it my intuition that told me To say yes, because everything in my in this like depression of in sadness wanted to say, I'm not getting up at eight o'clock in the morning to come put makeup on these strangers. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's not my job. And not (laughs) get paid
0: for it. And get paid for it. No.
2: Um, And for a long time, I undercharged um, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was I'm literally self-taught in all my work. Um, And so I did that make a fill in my lap and had been doing that for several years even in all my moves and things like that. And in 2015, me and my son and my mom moved into my other grandmother's house, my mom's mom's house. Cause she lived in this big four bedroom house by herself and she was in her eighties. And, um, so I lived in her basement. It was like a finished one bedroom Mm -hmm. type apartment basement Mm -hmm. and um, everybody else was upstairs. (laughs) Basically what happened in 2018 is I had these mirrors on the wall behind my nightstands as a decorative, like, whatever. And I remember turning my light out and going to bed doing my normal routine. And I looked in this mirror, and I thought somebody was behind me. And I saw this black shadow of a thing of this, I can only call it a big black blob of a thing. And I I whipped my head back because I thought someone had come in from the garage, because the garage was, like, right next to... Where my bedroom door was and nobody was there <laughs> there was nothing there and i was just like well that was creepy <laughs> didn't think anything of it thought it was a you know imagined something like whatever and i went to bed and the next night um a friend of mine had come up from chattanooga um, her name is Callie Meister, and she's a psychic and I has been psychic. Callie yeah, I love well. Callie. And she was coming up from Chattanooga and was um, crashing my couch because she had an event um, the next day. And being girls, we were up all night talking. It was a Thursday night, and I had to go to work the next morning. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And I um, am getting up and like turning lights out. She's like laying on the couch, all getting snug and stuff. Yeah. We've. How many days is it from the the
0: next day? Okay. Next
2: night. And she got a look on her face and if you know Callie, when she gets her little visions, she gets like I can see it in her eyes. And I was like, What's that look for? And she goes, What can you tell me about the big black blob that lives down here? And I went, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I haven't told anybody this. Like, what? I don't know anything. Like, I'm like having a panic. Like, that wasn't in my brain. Like, something. (laughs) Because she used the words that I used to myself Uh um, to describe this thing. And she was like, well, not to freak you out, but I just watched it come out of your garage and it's right behind you. And what do you do when something is when somebody you says, oh, look what... You turn around. Yeah, I you turn look. around and something hit me um, energetically or whatever. Yeah. Something, it freaked my shit. And I screamed and jumped from one end of the couch to the other end. And I looked at her shaking and I, I shake when I talk about it. Mm. Um, and I said, I don't know why, but I'm about to start crying. And I just sobbed i just sobbed like somebody had pulled this this like band-aid off my heart and i was just bleeding you know and she was like it's okay it's okay and like had to talk me through this event that happened and and um this is how it sparked my intuition this is this is the big event that happened for me that changed the fat life because i had changed the fat life two weeks prior (laughs) (laughs) like changed it to the fat life like because before it was my makeup group and um I made her like come instead of sleeping on my couch I made her lay in my bed with me and hold my hands and we left Mm -hmm. the light on and she's like over there snoring as I'm like (gasps) (laughs) just having a fit you know and I still had to be at work at seven o'clock the next morning (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I didn't sleep at all that night and I got up and I went to work and I was like y'all aren't gonna believe what the fuck just happened to me And of course they didn't. And they were like, Oh my God, whatever. I, <laughs> I was going crazy. I thought I was going crazy. And, um, I went to work, did my thing on uh, no sleep, drove to Asheville. Cause I'd had plans to go see my best friend in Asheville. Um, cause we were then going to go to Charlotte on Saturday. Like this whole mm. shit happened. <laughs> um, drove to Asheville and walked in and her friend from St. Louis is in. I've never, I've only met her once. Um, and I'm like, let me tell you about this crazy shit that's happened to me. I haven't slept in 36 hours. Oh, my God. Whatever. And um, I didn't think her friend was really interested. So I just was like, you know what? It's been a long day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get... need re- You're need. you almost to th- like the delusional kind of point <laughs> yes. where you need to you need rest. Yes. Your brain so needs to like, sleep. I'm going
2: to go get in the shower and I'm going to go to bed and I'll just see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm in the shower... I start seeing flashes of images of things that I don't recognize. Like I can tell that it's like a baseball uniform with like red on it and there's words, but I can't make out the words. I don't watch sports. So I don't Mm -hmm. know any of the teams. I'm starting to get flashes of images of things I don't understand, but I feel that urge that it's for the friend from St. Louis. Um, So after I get out of the shower, I message my friend who i was visiting her name's sarah and i said do you think d would um be open to some things because i feel very i feel something very important that i feel like i have to tell her i also was like do you know what this shit means like these Mm -hmm. images and she's like oh my god that's she's from st louis it's the cardinals baseball team her and her family used to go do this all the time before her brother died (laughs) And stuff like that She was like I think she's open but it's been late Maybe wait until tomorrow So we all get up early the next day We have a two and a half hour drive to Charlotte from Asheville And I feel like somebody is sitting behind me Just tapping on the shoulder like you have to tell her You have to tell her And it was like a Long Island Medium type event Because she's in the front seat I'm in the back seat and I'm like I feel very strongly like I have to tell you some things Um, Are you open like I just want to let me have that consent before I just Mm -hmm. start whatever and she's like yeah sure whatever and I just start spitting what I was seeing in the shower and things like that and she like slaps my friend who's driving she's like fuck we were just talking about this the other day like and turns out her brother had uh committed suicide like three years prior I didn't even know that and she, she like she was just validating all these things that I was seeing and feeling and hearing and Do you think it was the brother
0: coming to you? I do. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first time I've ever experienced anything like that.
0: Have you had other experiences? Yeah,
2: Many, many, like (laughs) that flipped my shit up to 11 and it's been go, go, go ever since. So, um, so yeah, it was, I literally thought I was going crazy. Like what is happening to me? Like I've never, you know, (laughs) and that's where that epiphany was, was during this time of self-branding, I now have this like intuition stuff that's switched up to a million like uh type stuff and are you honing in on that oh yeah i've honed in on that for the last three it's now Mm -hmm. three and a half years that's where i do my readings that's why i do my readings um i don't like to consider myself a medium and just because i haven't honed that side so much i don't control that it feels like when people come in it feels like somebody walks up behind me and just Mm -hmm. starts sharing i'll hear maybe phrases or words or i'll feel like i have to listen to like the sensations in my body but when i connect to people to read there have been times where i'm like i feel like i can't breathe and i'm like so anxious or you know like whatever and i never know how accurate i am but people tell me i'm accurate so (laughs) you know i just go i just Spit it out and hope it match like matches yeah. for you, kind of thing, um but there have been plenty of times I've done readings and things come to fruition for for them later type stuff, and all sorts uh. of craziness and so i so that's where my epiphany came from was this event that wow, I need to i like it humbled the shit out of me you know i've I had friends that were like, you used to have this like I still have big dick energy, but Like better than you, big dick energy versus I just know I got a big dick type of (laughs) thing. Yes. So, so yeah, you know, and.
1: You've gotten a glimpse of yourself in the universe.
2: Yes, and
1: it's extremely humbling.
2: Yes, I, I realized how fucking small I am, even with this big ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's
1: a Horton <laughs> here's a who. It's Horton here's a who, and you realize where you are.
2: Yes, and so that was my epiphany, and that was like where you know my I received joy from pouring into other people. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, therapy has helped a lot, too, so, <laughs> with that, too, you know. But, yeah, that was my epiphany, was this... Sorry to go on that whole tangent, but... No, that's so no. great,
1: because now <laughs> we need to know we're segueing into the marketing tips.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to because, go something somewhere else, well, because she had just triggered something that oh, that I want to oh, talk about do it. with her. Let's um, it. Because... We don't get too many opportunities to talk about this, but you are a BBW. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a big, beautiful woman. And you fucking own it. I do. And you're
0: fucking gorgeous. Thank you so much. Um, And we've both had struggles with our weight. I'm struggling right now. I've been as high as 267, and I've been as low as 137, and everything in between. Childhood, were you? I've uh, always yeah. been a...
2: I feel like I've always been a bigger girl, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: well, you Um, can, I mean, I was always the big girl in school, you know, when you look at
2: pictures, maybe not so much, but that's Mm -hmm. just how I felt, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, in high school, I definitely was a big girl, like definitely was a big girl. And it's just ballooned from there, you know, and not in the most healthy way, but um you know confidence comes from Mm self-acceptance and so i've accepted that i'm just this i'm this is me and i've worked hard to try and make me smaller but that doesn't you know yeah but does
0: it make you any happier does it no but do
2: i want to be this big either no not you know there's some there's definitely some ramifications Uh, There's pros and cons (laughs) You know Pros is that I can stand out And that you May recognize me From these hips And this butt And you know This big personality And how From my confidence Because that's People are like God I wish I had your confidence And I'm like You can You totally Right Yeah you know um and some i have friends that are teeny tiny that are some of the most beautiful women i've ever met that have the lowest confidence i've ever met self-esteem yes
1: horrible self-esteem and it's
2: just because we live in a society that doesn't let you be you and Mm -hmm. that that's another where where i'm like
1: they also think (sighs) they equate fat with being ugly yes and uh you know that beauty you can't be large my mm-hmm. daughter is uh what people classify as a super i'm technically you know a super ss BBD, bbw yeah. super size yeah but how yes, many people absolutely. are
0: in your inbox i mean oh, let me you want uh, me to read my inbox i got yeah, somebody that's been trying exactly to me
2: money to train them like a puppy like, yes i, I mean know. that's what's so funny <laughs> yeah. it's like
1: oh come on but uh, I think that very a lot <laughs> of thin girls have a huge misconception mm-hmm. because they equate uh, beauty with thinness. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of women who are just floored at the fact that most BBWs can walk their men literally anytime they want, mm-hmm. like a dog, mm-hmm. literally.
0: Mis- just I've as she was saying, is yeah. the Very standard big goddess energy? Yeah. Is the beauty standard set by women, or is it set by um, maybe men in corporations trying to sell you something, or trying to sell the you the idea? Started
2: with men, and I as think it's grown, women it's just, are the worst. Mm-hmm, women of you, mm-hmm. women deserve other women to hype you up, and that's what my group's about. That's mm-hmm. what I'm about, like. I've that's never what been, we're about yeah, we've exactly. been trained yeah.
1: to
0: pit
2: ourselves
1: <clears throat> against, against each other to always be a competition who's
0: done the yeah. training though I guess that's my question mm-hmm. you were saying that maybe in the beginning it was men but now women have kind of evolved to do that right. to each other yeah.
1: At, yeah. there was a point where men manipulated I mean women have always run the show but there, have been, there has been Who show? a point we. Have I mean, the, maybe maybe the, the sex power. show. Like we have always had the power, and we somewhere down the line we became manipulated out of our power. It has been a struggle to get back to that position.
2: Does that go back to Adam and Eve? Maybe,
1: maybe. <laughs> I mean, I was
2: just <laughs> yeah, thinking, yeah. you know, like I mean, because the might... stories that Eve like took the fruit from the and ate the fruit. Like, well, did she really, or was that? gas lit she into wanted the tree own. of yeah,
0: knowledge yeah. well i think well, did, it did just, he, was he in her ear going you know no i, think I can't take it, the fruit but i bet god wouldn't be mad at you if you okay, took it yeah, <laughs> right
1: well i mean he uh that's the influence that she had over him regardless even if you yeah. go back to adam mm-hmm. and eve even though she was influenced by someone else it was his job mm-hmm as quote-unquote head to be like, no, babe, we can't eat this because God said not to. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He, I mean, you know, so right. the, that alone shows the power. This is why, quote-unquote, like, I mean, you know, Joe Rogan, this is what the deal is with Joe Rogan. In my opinion, he's always been an ass. He's super fat phobic. He mm-hmm. has a lot of shit that's wrong with him. Agreed. However... I am extremely, it's extremely important to me to preserve our right to speech Mm -hmm, and Mm -hmm. to have differing opinions because I'm a freaking comic. I'm a hairdresser. You know, back in the olden days, hairdressers were the most influential, influential people around. Mm -hmm. And um,
2: still can be. Yes. Back in the day.
1: Yeah. But I think that men anyone's scared of anyone having too much power and it isn't always sexually driven, but women have given it away Mm -hmm. and, and accepted lower, accepted less than for a long time. And then that became the bar and the standard. That's what I'm loving about this new
0: generation though.
1: Try to raise that standard. Then you're high maintenance or whatever. Now that women are, doing side hustles and making money and having disposable income and able to support themselves and making choices on whether they want to have children or not taking back their power. They're able to, you know, let men be in their life that are, if
0: quality they can figure men. it out, Yes. they can quality have men quality your men. Your yes. yes. However, you know not these high value men who are men who women think in our they're generation, high value
1: though that have been raising boys are you know, it's tough to raise a high quality boy when you are not the only stimulus. When they are also being pumped full of mm-hmm. insane stimuli. I mean, it floored me that there were boys who were anorexic mm-hmm. i mean back in 2000 you know that's 22 years ago kids were men were starting to feel that pinch of that whole 80s fitness workout mm-hmm. i mean but 70s you had to be thin as a rail otherwise i mean you just you couldn't were fit secluded, in the clothes you were secluded in <laughs> your house i mean literally it was almost as if people that are fat felt like oh I shouldn't be seen I shouldn't do any activities which then makes them even larger makes us larger that narrative that we don't belong in society or that you know we can't do xyz or whatever and then of course for health reasons things are built a certain way when I I had was over 300 pounds. And when I decided to lose some weight was when I couldn't fit into a roller coaster at Dollywood. That was my, you know, getting in it and then being told to get off of it was, you know, that was my, Oh gosh. Yeah. It totally was like, wow. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to, to say
0: what my motivation was for me to lose. Well, you'll to um, it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. Share no, no, thing. no. You I'll share it because shameful. it's important. It's important to the conversation. Um, it was over a guy honestly it was over a guy that gave me attention and thought that i was attractive at one of the lowest points in my life now i'm ashamed for the fact that it had to take a dude that i wanted to fuck oh, no. in order for me to do that that's to the shameful part yes to
1: care about yourself to yes. lose weight or whatever yeah
0: so that's when I started. And I don't
1: even mean that to see that sounds kind of shitty to care about yourself to lose weight because <laughs> it doesn't mean right you don't care about yourself. Us, right. You
2: know, our society is extremely fat phobic, you know, you, yeah. when even as we're talking and you're like, Oh, I felt like I had to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But why did you feel like you had to lose weight? If were it you wasn't sickly for all own, the time? Yeah. If it wasn't yeah. for your own health, so if there's any type of outside source at that point, that's our society that, you know, so that there's still something there, like and even I find myself sometimes where I'm like, you know I'm constantly reminded of my weight every single day, of every single minute, of whatever chair I'm sitting in or what, how I'm walking or whatnot um, but I try to just like remind myself that I am human and i didn't get this way in one day and if i want to change it i can mm-hmm. and i've worked towards it but it's that consistency that's always fallen off for me type scenario and and i've also you know i've fucked around with men who liked me at this weight and wanted me bigger and because yeah, of, and that's and that's that, that's, a another, yeah, that's a that whole other thing that you're still not you're 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 still not doing things for yourself.
0: Right. You're doing things for For other people. For other people, yeah, Yeah, for...
2: And in that same concept of I did... You lost weight because this dude that you wanted to fuck... I've gained weight because of this dude that I wanted to fuck mm-hmm. and fucking hate. I don't hate myself for it, but I definitely am like, motherfucking, you're a fucking dumb bitch for doing it. Why, well, yeah. he didn't put a ring yeah. on it. Ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like I got stigmatized though. So yeah, I, got... <laughs> I
0: get
2: it. It happens. There
0: is such a thing as, I mean, good dick will... Alter your reality
2: <laughs> Yes In some ways
0: You <laughs> can for sure
2: You far between like, <laughs> we <just> be all- <laughs>
1: Yeah Yeah it's amazing at Stuff that you'll just kind of look at Through rose colored glasses right. or whatever Like my daughter Her in her own skin Like she did theater mm-hmm. She was heavier mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. um, She You know would say things to me Like, you know, if I were a boy, I'd be the most sought after kid Mm -hmm. in school for the athletic team. But because I'm a girl, I'm a pariah. And then she would do theater and people would be like, oh, you're so brave or whatever. But I told her all the time, hey, if you really want to act, you will get way more work than these then girls that are running around because there's a million ingenues, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. there's a very few. And then we'd see like Rebel Wilson and I'd be like, she has your part, you know, that was yours. You right. <laughs> just
2: didn't go take it. Yeah. But um, it's also though Rebel Wilson um, was also that funny fat friend that tends to happen too. Oh, yeah. And that's another the, like
0: the trope. trope. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's another like what was that one movie that she was the lead for romantic? Like they were like, oh look, it's our first big girl that's a lead in a romantic movie, but it was making fun of romantic movies. Like, yeah, you know, it and still so wasn't. We're getting better mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, casting regular people. They're still beautiful people, don't get me wrong, but regular sized people versus the yes. the typical eighties nineties, you know. Oh, everybody had to look a look at
1: I
0: just think way. as long as and there's had to... people like the Kardashians and there's Instagram influencers, I mm-hmm. just don't think that that is going to change. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's very horrible much now. Now with independent media and with, you know, with TV being the way it is now mm-hmm. with Netflix, and Hulu and Prime, um you're seeing more representation because there's more independent media out there. Yeah. But I think in mainstream we're just not gonna find it I agree,
2: but it's i think that you know i kind of think of it as like the thin eyebrows of the 90s and how bushy (laughs) and thick we are now it's just gonna come in waves yeah you know and so
1: the more people get to see it like they've for the first time in a long time which has caused a lot of controversy they had a bbw on the cover of shape Magazine was it
2: that Jasmine, which was yoga. a
1: fitness yeah. magazine? Maybe so. I didn't pay a lot of
2: attention. Is it attention. the future of the future of fitness? Yes. Yeah, and where she's a beautiful like yes. melanin covered yes. black model, and she's. A I didn't see hair. her. I had just oh, okay. read
1: the article that was about. I didn't even look at the go oh, okay. check it out because didn't care. You know they had yeah. Tess Holiday on Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. I think as and Glamour. I think that as we start seeing different forms and the health thing is important too because my daughter I wanna get goes into goes to the doctor regularly and all of her numbers are great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's either happens later in your age mm-hmm. but if you continue to exercise or um, you know, for you, whether it's yoga yeah. or just walking a nature walk, you can go on a long, slow, you don't have to kill yourself. And breathing in the oxygen and oxygenating your cells and everything mm-hmm. can be just as healthy. But like her, Skin texture is good. You know, like, yeah. her insides are good according to all the numbers and blood work and all that. But she has been, I mean, her doctor said, if you want to be thin, they highly recommended, like, the gastric sleeve. That's mm-hmm. what they recommended, and that's what, like, everyone is okay, doing. Okay, you shook your
2: head. I to changing
0: lives. I want to hear the opinion for people.
2: Well, just to recommend that when all her insides are good, that mm-hmm. just irks me because it's like it's a fat phobic thing you're scared of being fat even though you are in the normal realm of whatever what health of yeah Yeah. what health is if she was not fat they'd be like fantastic job keep it up you know right but because she's fat and still in those normal realms oh let's do surgery let's do massive the claim is that they're worried about for
1: later in life and you know The worst thing that she does is probably sleep apnea, snoring, and things like that Mm -hmm. from the weight would be the least healthy, I would say. But, I mean, she doesn't know whether she wants to do that or not. It's up Mm -hmm. to, she thinks about it. I think she will if her insurance covers it. My
2: mom has had it twice. Um, I have friends that have recently had it and have had it for a long time. And I, I'm a good candidate for it, you know, but it's one of those things that I've seen the aftermath and I don't know if skinny is really what I want after right? seeing the complications that my mom almost died, you know, See? and I didn't even know it. I didn't- my mom
0: did die from it. So, so I mean, it, but it took it took years yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. She had her lower intestine mm. taken out. It was one of the first bariatric surgeries ever. Okay. I can't remember the name of it right now, but had that back in 78, oh, 79. Okay. And she died in 2005. But her, she lost so much weight in such amount of time. She just had excess skin just mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew her. That's, was was the skin never and had so many complications from that and ended up dying at 98 pounds
2: oh my gosh and that's just you know like it's one of those things that whether I die tomorrow at the size that I am I know that I lived a fulfilling life not hating myself or hating Mm -hmm. others yeah versus and you know if you do have that surgery Great. I'm not saying don't have it. I'm not, you know, just for my own, like, I just, it's just not for me in the sense of like, I don't want to have to worry about throwing my food up or, you know, know, because I ate too fast or
1: the same way that if mentally, if you went to sleep and then the next day you woke up and you said, well, I've had this surgery and this is what I'm going to do without even having the surgery, have said, I'm going to go buy this as right. if I had this stomach surgery, you're going to lose weight right if you you know I mean the formula is still the same, whether we want to say so or not. Mm-hmm. if we do not burn more calories than we consume, we're gonna gain weight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what type
0: of diet or what type of eating plan you do for me for it health is more important right now, right. so cutting out sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been reading what sugar does to your body, especially in an older age mm-hmm. where you're not able to regenerate those cells like you used to. Um bread and that brings you down the rabbit hole of the food companies. Mm-hmm. Well, you know mm-hmm. the, what yes. they're putting,
2: putting in, in, your, in your, yeah. what
0: they're putting in our food, what they're putting in our children's food, you know, a, it's all a vicious 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 mm-hmm. cycle that
2: Capitalism, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, compassionate capitalism is good. Yeah, you're getting mm-hmm. If you're that. living the Dolly Parton lifestyle, yeah. You know, capitalize man, you know. <laughs> right. Capitalize capitalism, away.
1: Right. I, yeah. I say all the time too. Yeah, capitalism isn't a bad thing. Unchecked if it's done. capitalism yep. is yes, just as bad as communism. Yes. And the, you know, Do we need to make the government put a cap on incomes? No. However, we need to stop making the government a business entity and go back to the time when they actually gave incentive to these businesses to manufacture here, to do great uh, for Americans, uh, for people living here. Here's
2: my money to do what I want, so I can do what I want. Yes. Yes. I
1: mean, they, they, They had a lot of tax breaks and stuff, so the government, I mean, the companies were incentivized Mm -hmm. to take care of their workers. And now it's like, nope, we don't need a a daddy in that retrospect. I can pause (laughs) it, too, if you want, whatever. It is is wild. Having been larger and then um, as I'm getting older... That's my old lady bones yeah. can't take the excess anymore. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, for my daughter, I want her to be healthy and oxygenated, mm-hmm. get a lot of oxygen to her brain, mm-hmm. feel good. You know, yeah. um, she's always I mean, been super that. limber. It's amazing. Like she's, you know, she is healthy, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's and she's amazing I want the
2: same for every and I want that for me too like yes. I don't, it's not like I don't it. take it like you hate actually the self-love loving
1: yourself is extremely important no matter what size you are. Absolutely. And I know very thin girls like you were saying who absolutely hate themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean everything about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because most of my friends over the years have been, very slanky thin people who no matter how much they eat they cannot lose you know they can't right. gain weight and they feel super bad about themselves and on the other end of the spectrum they get a whole different type of bullying yes than the fat phobic yeah people i mean too. and i'm just like are you guys kidding me like ridiculous live
2: their life we're just existing like Yes, I'm not hurting you, you're not hurting me You better not be hurting me, I'm about to kick some ass <laughs> And I <laughs> you know? can't
1: believe You know, like social media I can't imagine children now, kids now Yeah Because like you were talking about with your makeup I grew up, I was redheaded mm-hmm. At a time when that wasn't cool mm-hmm. was not cool to be a redhead uh, And have freckles, and I hated my freckles And so in my house I quote, wasn't supposed to be wearing makeup It was like forbidden So of course, That's what I did. My parents didn't have to worry about me doing drugs and cigarettes or anything like that at the time Mm -hmm. because I was going to the drugstore and getting makeup as if they couldn't tell after I was playing with it. But I spent a lot of time on restriction and tried to make my face look like the people in the magazines and they were airbrushed and stuff. And I'll never forget getting like Mark Marion's book where he actually photographed um he was a makeup artist for all kinds of stars and you saw them naked the faced and yeah. then with their makeup and like everyone and it was just amazing so i i feel you on the makeup front that was the thing i did forever and that's actually how i got to become a hairdresser i wanted to be an auto mechanic and my mom was like no why don't you be a hairdresser you're constantly playing with your hairdresser
2: that's i think that might be another reason how i got into it but i never i was a tomboy in high school like i wore some makeup but only like gabs of lip gloss (laughs) where i'm sitting with all the boys you know stuff. <laughs> and my eyeliner straight across my crease, <laughs> not yes. blended or anything. <laughs> you know, like um so you were in high school <laughs> in the 90s? Uh yeah. Well, no, I was in high school early 2000s. I graduated oh, in 04, nice. so so yeah. early
1: 2000s. Well, my kids should Baby. know better. My kids graduated 2011 and 2013. And your kids just graduated, yeah.
0: Which was My oldest graduating uh 2008.
1: Okay, so 2008. My brothers on,
2: were 07, yeah.
1: so... That's wild, <laughs> but do you think you did that, were tomboyish, because the style was still kind of grungy, and the other style going into 2000s was very,
0: everything midriff, yeah, very Paris Hilton, that um, whole well, uh, I was also heroin girl, chic.
2: So that heroin chic did not fit me. I can remember being like 13 and 14 trying to do like the festivals where... where all my friends were in midriffs and I just wanted to kind of look cool and then hated myself because it didn't look as cool as what I thought my friends did, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, back then type scenario. Um, But uh, I think too, it's because I was a big girl and I wasn't in this confidence that I am now that I was trying to hide myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I would buy like t-shirts from the boys section and just wear my jeans and I I remember one time I always wore my hair up and I asked my mom for a haircut, and she put it down, and I realized how long it was. Like, Because I kept it up, I never realized how long it was. Right before she cut it, I w- I, she cut it and cut it short, because that's what I wanted. But I had a moment of like, oh, I can't. Look how long my hair is. I've always wanted long hair. And, <gasps> and now you, Yeah, and now we're cutting it to like a bob, to, <laughs> you know. And that's what I wanted, and I loved it afterwards, too. But it was just that I can remember being like 16 in the mirror going you know like oh my gosh (laughs) I did that today
0: actually (laughs) I was like gosh your hair is getting long and you do that thing where you like you pull it to see how far it is well yeah I'm like like, oh it's almost to my boobs (laughs) how long do I want to have it yeah
2: but I used to after we cut that like I kept my hair cut in like short bob type hair and and then the last like five or six years i've kept it really long and very girly and you know um basically i met a friend at a job when i was in my early 20s that was hyper feminine and like we she would find high heels in target and be like you should wear these throughout the store and i bought my first like pleather red like hooker heels (laughs) and i remember going back to her house with these with these shoes and her mom being like putting them on and be like oh my god they're so cute my mom would have never done that because my mom was kind of tomboyish too and so for for me to see a mom being like oh my god those heels are so cute and putting them on and walking through <laughs> with the heels that I I think that uh then allowed me to be like oh I can be more feminine because I didn't have any truly like full feminine that I can remember um even my grandmother she was feisty and she did what she wanted and she loved everybody mm-hmm. like I feel like like i I resemble her a lot but I don't remember her being as feminine as what this friend and her mom were you know what I mean yeah and so I started to transition a little bit more and now I'm whatever but
1: (laughs) I think I made my daughter the opposite because I was very dress-wise hyper I had I'm two different people Mm -hmm. so you know my going to work clothes though I definitely Right was always very just until recently. My old lady bones are like, you're not wearing those shoes.
2: <laughs> and even my when I say my mom wasn't that femi- I mean, my mom was feminine and she was beautiful. And I, you know, I can remember no, but being I in mean, her heels, false so.
1: eyelashes, all the no, makeup, she, the no, whole situation, the that. hair done all the time, the makeup face beat to death. Yeah, regular. My mom yeah. had
2: natural makeup. She had her hair. Her hair was curly like yours, so she just weirded her hair curly, or she'd dry it straight. She, I don't remember her ever wearing false lashes. Oh yeah, she never wore, have wore anything too. more than like natural, like makeup. So when I would come out in greens and blues and purples, and she, I feel like t- to an extent, she may not have totally understood how, like how girly I got, you know, um, or like, God, we're just going to the store. Why do you have to put up all that makeup? Like I, you know, type scenario. And so I (laughs) I found a balance in my late twenties to now, like I I'm good with where I'm at and who I am and, and so forth, you know, but in those early days, I just, I was bullied so bad. And when I was little, because I wasn't, I didn't, I was just the weird kid, (laughs) you know, that I just, wherever I could find a group to fit in that I never, I was always on the fringe Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, and back when I was rebranding the fat life and I was trying to do that, like soul searching in those moments of me, like doing the soul searching, I found Brene Brown and, um, she's a, uh, researcher about vulnerability and how vulnerability takes courage. And that's when I put out that I liked astrology and stuff like that. And in that moment was me saying, here's my table. Who wants to come sit with me versus can I have, can I yours? sit at your yes. table?
0: Yes. Very
2: and, cool. God, man, my life has changed so much for the better. Like just in these last three years, how much has snowballed into this, thing that i nobody can tell me otherwise that i have manifested for myself mm. <laughs> like
0: i definitely want to sit at your table yes, yes i want yeah. you guys
2: at my table yeah. like, i definitely want to be at your table i joined yes. your group today i, I saw, saw that, that. <laughs> I was, as soon as i saw
1: your name i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay i texted her and all said all are out. you
0: part of the fat life she goes i don't I'm think like, so no, and i was like this? Do it. just go do it did
2: you scroll through it
1: all a, a little, I really, Tuesdays, I'm trying to think about yeah, you guys yeah. and getting stuff done. I had to go see my mother and son
3: today. Because
0: <laughs> we know so, we we're not married. Oh, so. gotcha. <laughs> social media, uh-huh. you being a marketing person. Let me tell you, I fucking hate it. I, I if hate I didn't it.
2: have my businesses on social media, I, I would dump that shit so fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you keep the balance of marketing and promoting your business, promoting this podcast, promote, 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 and not look at the other stuff? I you don't. know, not <laughs> <laughs> there's no balance right? I'm scrolling all the time. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> so you're getting everything done because you're young, virile, and spry and you only have to sleep four hours a day. How I old is your child now? He's twelve. So he's self sufficient pretty much. He's like, he you have to talk yeah. to him and find things out, but Social media and him. How hard of a time is he having? He doesn't
2: have social media. I won't let him. See, good.
1: That's a lesson I wish I had learned early. And he
2: knows, like he's such a good kid. But yeah, he's a good kid. Um, in the early days, we had some rough, rough times just because he was like undiagnosed severe ADHD and like ODD, which is the oppositional defiance disorder. Mm Um, so if for those that don't know that's oh, that's
0: a rough it's time. a rough
2: yeah, any I do
0: not know what that is, so basically
2: idea. kids unless it's their idea, they're going to tell you no, no matter how amazing the idea is mm-hmm. like that's how yeah. my kid is anyway, um, and so like we went through behavioral therapy and things like that, and we finally got a good groove with the school system and me at home being a single mom and trying to. Work full time and (laughs) hustle my (laughs) dreams and and things like that. To now he's a good kid. Even if he came with me tonight, he would sit in a corner. You would never know he's here, you know. Uh And on one hand, I'm like, did I snuff him a little too much? Like dim his light a little too much because he's so quiet and so like... But other times I'm like, God, he's turned into such a good kid. But um, with the social media thing, I'm able to like he has asked one time and I've said no. And he's never asked again um, because my while he was little, he would ask me. And then if he went to ask me multiple times, we got into a habit after the second or third time I'm like you asked and I answered you know what the answer is mm-hmm. we're done mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, now granted he can still watch like certain TikToks through like YouTube because they'll do compilations of like funny cat videos or whatever mm-hmm. and he he watches YouTube but he doesn't have that social media interactions of friends other than like Facebook kids messenger where mm-hmm. I've approved those people mm-hmm. type
1: yeah it's wild scenario. you gotta stay on it so, because they just pipe the most insane yeah. things into the brain yeah. for all She's of a us just
2: small smart kid too but um back to your question about the balance like i really don't have a good balance because um i am like i hyper focus i have adhd too and so i hyper focus on something that i and really important to me at the moment. <laughs> you know, like yesterday um, with this retreat, uh, me and April spent three plus hours just pumping out marketing flyers, like not pumping them out to social media, but creating yeah. the mm-hmm. content and then scheduling certain things to come up this coming week um, so that we can start, because we're three months away, you know? and <laughs> we're like, okay, we need to start more than a drip here and drip there type scenario. but right. Um, but even with my day job, like I work with my customers, I, um, I work for a pharmaceutical company and so I handle new customer calls as far as getting signed up and, and scheduling our field people to help clean expired drugs and stuff. Um, and I can, I can kind of scroll while I'm just, you know, waiting on hold Mm type. So there's like, I feel like I'm on social media 99.9% of the day. Like this is probably the longest I've gone without looking at my social media today, you know. Um, but I'm also like sometimes it's mindless, sometimes it's like let me do some market research and see where we're at. What's the group doing? Like what's where's my Instagram right now? Have I posted a story cuz my Instagram's grown like 7,000 followers in 3 months. Type that's amazing. Awesome. And I figured out the algorithm to post a story that causes engagement and then post some reels like TikTok, you know, videos Mm -hmm. that people like people love my hips and butt. So I get the most views when I post full body pictures being confidently me. But I don't want to be necessarily known for that. I want to be known for my intuitive, like, gifts that Mm -hmm. I can share and uplifting. So I'm finding that trying to figure out that fine line of let me bring you in with this ass but then let me fill your cup with this uplifting (laughs) bullshit you know not bullshit but like no absolutely come for the ass stay
0: for the class yes ma'am
3: yeah
2: absolutely sassy classy and a whole lot of assy there
3: you
1: go yes nice i've got a i've got a re-grab that energy I used to have of you know being like oh yeah because now I just feel very crone-like so I'm like oh I'm supposed to get too. off of social media it's time you know what I mean yeah. like that's what my brain tells me is like girlfriend you are too old but then I'm being ageist to myself yes
0: you are yeah well I it's such just a time eater it you is. know for me it mm-hmm. is it's, but well, it's you, a necessary evil
1: You still have, as have well. kids that are around And your husband And I mean I know and then the grandchildren And you're helping mm-hmm. raise a grandchild
0: So it's very yeah, I don't want her to see me on social media All mm-hmm. the time And she's even to where uh, Let's do a TikTok come and take a picture with me I'm like no mm-hmm. No I mean I'll take videos of her When we're doing stuff mm-hmm. You know and um, and I've done and that. We're playing my and and stuff you know. like that, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yes, yeah, she's cute, but I don't want to exploit her, and that's that's how that's I exactly yeah. down mm-hmm. the road that it would go down. Yeah.
2: Yes. yes, me and my son mm-hmm. have made TikToks, and you know, uh, or I'll make videos for him, and he's like, post it for me, but I post it privately versus mm-hmm. like, or maybe just a slight friends only type. You know, um, if you were to scroll through my social media, you might not see him a whole lot. And part of me is like. Some people may think oh she's not proud of her kid but it's more because I have it's 70 something thousand followers on right. TikTok I now have all 11,000 on on Instagram and I've had people f- come and find me on Facebook and I don't want him out there you know to that that whole like social media how many did you say you had on tiktok like it's i think the last i looked it was like seventy four thousand.
1: i just got the 300 and i'm so excited (laughs) i have 300 whole followers well i haven't done
2: much with tiktok lately because tiktok decided that my last like photo shoot i did was too sexy and Mm Sexual activity and the like the one with you, the salary. salary is crazy, oh, but I get it
1: because you know, I guess the platform was meant for a younger audience, but then yeah, there's but if been... you saw the
2: pictures, I was covered completely. And like, I'll even show them to you. They're not, I had one, you just have too. a hater who's reporting it.
1: I guess, I, well, I
2: also think that social media is fat phobic, so <laughs> you know, that too. So it's a little bit of everything, but I'll show you. Like, I literally posted it i think it was this picture right here oh a beautiful, beautiful photo thank yes. you so much and i got flagged it was like a pic it was me sitting on my couch <laughs> and i they have a green screen where you hold your hand up and it'll post the picture <laughs> and i think the audio is like it's no big deal you know Yeah. <laughs> and that's all it was it was only like 10 seconds long maybe and it was flagged within the hour like for nudity and you can, I mean, I'm not nude. Like I'm, I'm fully covered. I'm covered more than a bikini would be, you know, but I just, that got flagged. Um, so like, I've, there's been a couple of photo shoots that even though I'm covered and maybe my hips or thighs are showing in a certain way or whatever, like I've been flagged for community violations as a bigger girl. Whereas you see people, dancing and shaking their ass in thongs that are like hell yeah with you know whatever yeah so i have i don't know but yeah clients I quit that are TikTok. sex workers
1: that their instagram story now her tiktok did get banned
2: <laughs> well like TikTok's completely little, she yeah, got TikTok's
1: completely not... removed Oh wow. from there so but yeah. uh her you know snapchat instagram things like that yeah it's you know and i love that i mean i have she, friends in the sex industry only fans
2: that i'm like i hype that shit up do you like, have an OnlyFans? i did i had you it for about for a while. year Mm-hmm. Um, you never saw anything from the waist. Down I don't even care, because you I, could be completely
1: naked. I well, I don't to you, care it's your only fans, right?
2: But I like, I want people to know that I made money without mm-hmm. being fully naked or doing mm-hmm. sex. People work make it on their feet, but if you hands? like, yeah, if that's your thing, some people absolutely. like
1: just your underarm <laughs> waddle, you know. I don't know, people like <laughs> I all made kinds good of money, things. like
2: sitting in lingerie, like hanging out, and just be like, How's your fucking Saturday, <laughs> you know? Like $250 in an hour, just send me that money, honey. And like, would just uh, shake my belly. (laughs) That's what I just, I've never
0: understood is if you don't like something, you don't have to read it. You don't have to listen to it. Move on. You don't, you can scroll Scroll right past it. I just don't have to have an opinion
1: about it. it. But these people that are on the internet, especially that are negative, are the same people that would yell at, negative things down the street when you were walking down the street or whatever (laughs) you know know? I've
2: never had anybody do that to me that I can think of I people I don't know if it's just my aura or persona or whatever Mm -hmm. but people are a lot more confident behind the keyboards than they have ever been to my oh yeah you know so when we
1: didn't have keyboards maybe that's the thing (laughs) they are able to contend maybe contain it a little better but I also lived in well, Florida too. I have friends too. that have had that issue. So they would be like, you age. know, she's a whale or whatever. I mean, you know, people yeah, are just I mean. I mean, I've
2: had friends in this day and age have that happen to them, like in this present time. I've just never had it happen to me.
1: Which is awesome. And,
2: and, I don't know if it's just because of the way that I carry myself, or if I just don't go out very often. Because <laughs> I don't necessarily. I love people, but I don't love people. <laughs> you know what you I might mean? might just give off that
0: or that aura of "I dare you to say something." Uh, yeah, right, and I, or, I do dare you to
2: like, fuck yeah. around and find out for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am super sweet and like, but I. I you do not want like that raw end of the stick. <laughs>
1: That's I don't for get sure. treated poorly either. I, but I don't treat people poorly, yeah, and I same. think a lot of yeah. that vibe that you're putting out, uh, Jen and I have often discussed the fact like we don't get it people treat us nice like wherever yeah. we go people are <laughs> super kind to us yeah. so either we're amazingly charmed or maybe we just treat people well and like humans yeah. and we treat people the way we want to be treated yeah, I try to right? do that.
2: yeah for sure yeah. you know we're just witches that are like
0: that's what we bewitch everyone yeah. so they love us yeah well, we once well. you know, I'm coming can... back huh uh book burnings coming back oh, yeah. when are
2: we going to start the witches at the stake don't well, give them you know? any idea right <laughs> i mean to an extent i consider myself a, a witchy woman you know um and so i'm open about that and uh, you know you say witch like it's a bad thing but it's not like i grew up southern baptist too so, <laughs> but that that title that label who knows? Like, that's a concern People sometimes. are very
1: afraid of what they don't know or don't saying, understand. Yeah. And also, they have warning. You know, when you grow up religious or in a religion. Especially Southern Baptist. I did not grow up in the yeah, religion, I the but life. I acquired the religion later. However, just because I grew up in a pagan household doesn't mean we didn't know jesus i didn't have a relationship with jesus but we knew and jesus was respected and god was respected right it had nothing to do with being disrespectful to god Um, as a matter of fact uh, and i don't i'm not trying to sway anybody either way Mm -hmm. it's just information in my opinion when i decided Uh, God and Jesus were real Mm -hmm. uh, and to me I had also already been very into astrology Mm -hmm. into reading rune stones uh, you know into tarot cards Mm -hmm. into palmistry a a lot of the occult always into the occult first before I ever even really but there's the warnings Mm -hmm. biblically are you know a about astrology about um witches about sorcery i believe all these things are real Mm -hmm. and so but i don't think the warning is about not you know necessarily having the knowledge of that Mm -hmm. it is the fact that if you lean to those understandings you know that you it's the same as a rich man getting into heaven or whatever, or he can't go through the eye of a needle. It isn't because he can't; it's because their own understanding clouds
3: mm-hmm.
1: being in that vibration and presence with God. It right. c- clouds that commune, you know, communal spirit, regardless you know. Well, also, and you can also open deadly doors because where there's good there's bad. I it's... literally
2: that's what I was going to say is like it it all depends on which side of the <clears throat> coin you're on and whether, you know, there are Christians that that, you know, use their religion and their faith to abuse others when there's yes. Christians that are there for Jesus's you know teachings teachings of being humble
1: and absolutely humane to people no different than any other religion
2: absolutely so it's not necessarily a matter of like um uh like ooh, christianity's bad or ooh, like the occult is bad where some people do believe that and that's your own opinion but I'm not gonna sit here and say that one religion's worse than the other when Correct. there's too many sides to each of their if coins. If you
1: believe that God is as great and omnipotent as mm-hmm. He is supposed to be, mm-hmm. and how He is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, He doesn't discount other gods before Him. Absolutely, uh, women—you know—property went down through women. Uh, You know, from his law that I don't believe I believe that there's a lot of manipulation and that there's a whole reason that it's supposed to be your relationship and the whole reason that there's passages that say the way is narrow. I really believe that the communication of what God wanted it to be is in that book is in the Bible. But I also believe you got to sift through
2: yeah, because there's so many different the, versions that have been changed.
1: Same in same in, in witchcraft, exactly. same in practicing astrology, same in practicing Anything. paganism, yeah. Wiccanism, whether you are um, communing with a goddess, whether you're on your own, whether you're a spiritualist, whether right. you're a nature naturalist or whatever. But yeah I'm not going to give up all the remedies that I've been taught from mm-hmm. my grandmother and my mom, and you know different yeah, things absolutely. that I know work in the universe
2: and just I because
1: like they didn't say, Hey, I got this you know from the Bible from, or from yeah yeah whatever mm-hmm. whatever
2: your faith is and and for me i f- I feel like I have a very strong relationship with God, even though I don't necessarily claim to be Christian. And
1: I I even hate that phrasing I do too. now. Yeah, I you hate, don't have I do. to. I, I like hate being caught I love some Jesus, man. Yeah. I think if everybody just kinda of read the words and red and let the rest of it go, right. they would be so much better off on what
2: well the over the Jesus underlying pieces wants. teach people how you want to be treated and he treated people whether they had leprosy or they were blind or disabled or whatever yeah, he loved with love and compassion old, and that's yeah. the whole that's the whole point of you know love I mean, yeah love. love
1: is supposed to be it yes. love that's mm-hmm. all he said forgive each other and love one another that was that that's was the, the that's the command <laughs> i don't know why it's and so freaking like don't hard
2: what you believe in as long as you're <laughs> you know down in don't those why it's so
1: hard me. for everyone it's like why is this difficult to get i, I mean i
2: love you like let me love you why is love so like
1: why you gotta make it so complicated with everything else yeah and, but yeah i think because of the possible power or influence or that it may you may feel that you're the source of that power mm-hmm. and i think that's where it turns uh you know, dark or mm-hmm. can be deadly. And I don't think all things that are dark are terrible either. Right. You know? Yeah. You, like well, you I am a nocturnal dark, person but. anyway. Mm-hmm. So um I don't know. Anyhow. I yeah. just spirituality is very personal. Very personal. And it's amazing. But I love that you were in tune to that. I love astrology readings and tarot yeah. readings and
2: and even, I don't even necessarily I think use it's so tarot. Like, I use you know. oracle cards mm-hmm. in my reading. Um, because awesome. I listen to my intuition more than I listen yes. to the, the structure of the card. Well, you
1: can read tarot intuitively.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But for my personal intuition, mm-hmm. I do better not trying to follow that book. <laughs> That's why I always like
1: runes at the time. Just because of, even runes though they so have cool. suit, certain them. meanings, the casting is your energy mm-hmm. of you handling them yeah. before you even and I just think we're all interconnected.
2: You know, mm-hmm. um, is it Einstein's laws of relativity where we're all interconnected mm-hmm. was recently, like 2015, some scientists were able to prove that to be true, that all of our celestial beings, whether it be yes. human or the planets or whatever, are all interconnected. Is and- it
1: not amazing that DMT, the spirit molecule, is in all living things and it's the one... You know, like that's like ayahuasca, one of the main forms that you see yeah. more than just this realm. Like everyone's experience yeah. with ayahuasca is a different. And I, I don't. Know.
2: I'm ready to about do ayahuasca. It. To, like I have my own thoughts on it because I feel like it's being whitewashed in a way because spirituality is so trendy right now Mm, yeah you know um but i also feel like can you absolutely have spiritual like visions or yeah with nothing yes absolutely. absolutely um but it's just one of those things that if you can't be Open with everybody is for who they are and what their spirit is, no matter what your faith and religion are. Mm-hmm. Then you're just whitewashing spirituality to begin with, and mm-hmm. and it's and that makes it just bigotry in its own sense. You know, oh, you're not reading the tarots Oh, you're not following the crystals. Oh, yeah, though, you know, that's, that's that, crazy. So yeah, that so, so it, that's why like what. I do is more along the lines is I don't care what your faith or religion is, as long as you feel like you're connected to spirit Mm -hmm. and whether that spirit is your God, your God, however you've labeled it. However you label it. I like to label it divine source and universe, but it's still God in in the end, you know, kind of thing. Um whether it's female, male, masculine, feminine, I don't Mm -hmm. give a shit. I just want you to feel connected and loved and Like, love yourself for that. (laughs) So, like, love is love. Just fucking love yourself. (laughs) Yes. Aggressively. Just let me love you. You were supposed to. Like
0: with
1: cats. Just let me love you. Be loving and receive love. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when it gets down to... Um the religion, like I feel religion is more of a controlling base, no matter what the religion is it's there's all these sets of rules to control how you think, what you think, what you do, whatever, and I'm like, just just flow with it, just let the energy flow and flow with how you feel, and as long as you feel good, and as long as you're enjoying the experience fucking do it but if you're not enjoying mm-hmm. it take that consent back and run like <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> I think we should be encouraged
1: to feel all the feelings So yes. I even mean bad. I think like, for possible. a long time we have tried to not feel any bad feelings mm-hmm. and we've got to get back to that I some of that I think is to the over prescribing of antidepressants and, and other that. drugs that alter your mood. Not that there is not a place for that. By golly, Absolutely. if if you live better through pharmaceuticals, please, please continue yes. to take your pharmaceuticals. Absolutely. We have learned so much about brain chemistry and I am one hundred percent for it. I do not know if it's dyes in the food that, you know, processed food that we've been consuming. I don't know what has made our receptors where in a mass amount of people seem to need some type of medication. I find that suspect.
2: I, I totally agree with you and I don't necessarily know if it's I, I agree that it's probably something in the food too but I also it's feel
0: probably like a combination of things mm-hmm. I mean think about the cleaners that you've been using for mm-hmm. years the yeah the processed foods that you've had cu- the... I'm curious
2: if that's the correlation but I'm not even saying all that I'm talking about the fact that we have such a hustle mindset in mm-hmm. the U.S. that it's work 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 we live to work versus working <laughs> to live and so that causes that stress and when you have stress you can't enjoy life and when you can't enjoy life then you have depression or you know it causes a chemical imbalance because you're not feeding your soul which is what yeah, the central banking system yeah needs to be brought
1: to its knees and we definitely don't need to be part of the world economy banking system but that's a whole nother
2: situation <laughs> that's next week <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> but yeah but I that's my
1: that intuition definitely,
2: <laughs> definitely some sus there with all of and i think about that all the time like i you know i used to work for a major cell phone carrier um tech support making i made good money back this was 10 plus years ago or almost 10 years or whatever making like 20 something dollars an hour with amazing benefits but i fucking hated the job mm-hmm. and i finally i decided to cash out my 401k cuz i had been doing makeup for 2 years at that point and i worked a shitty schedule and couldn't pursue what my passion was because I was working all the time. And so I cashed out my 401k and was like, I'm going to do this. And people are like, you're fucking crazy. And it was the best decision I ever made. And granted, I still had to go find another job and granted, I still had my ups and downs and I still had my struggles, but I don't miss that job. One, one bit. I miss the people, but I don't Mm -hmm. miss the job. So, and I make that pay up following my dreams.
0: Yes. So here's where I'm going to be like a real asshole okay. here I
2: right?
0: have such a privileged life mm-hmm. Not only as a woman, but as a wife I can stay at home mm-hmm. My We have budgeted where I can stay at home And I can do the things that I want to do I love do. that,
2: we love to see it
0: Yeah mm-hmm seems like when you have the time to do it, you don't have the motivation.
2: I agree with that. To do it. Because I took a year off yeah. living off my 401k and did nothing with it. Like, I, I took that time off with the mindset of I'm going to build this makeup business so that I don't have to work a nine to five anymore. And I fucking wasted it down the toilet. hmm You know? hmm but you took
1: it easy for a while. I
2: took it easy for a while because I my friends even told me they were like we didn't realize how stressed you were until you weren't that stressed anymore, you know? Um and I I then at the time also had this 5-year-old that was going into kindergarten who was struggling. I was in the school every single day because they wanted to medicate him at 5 and Granted, I did eventually medicate him with his ADHD and everything, but I had to fight tooth and nail with Knox County saying, I want to make sure we do every single thing possible before we go down that route. Absolutely. And if we go down that route. And as a parent,
0: you have every
2: right to do that. And I had to struggle. Like, I can remember standing in the hallway as. As the principal was like, well, in my 30 years, when he gets a diagnosis, they typically prescribe medication. And I was like, well, in my 30 years, it's the parent's choice. So sit your ass down. You know? Well, they definitely, so, it makes it easier. It and does make it I easier. Can and go I feel on... really bad that, you know, cause teachers have it rough enough and I, but it's also one of those things that I, it. Popping pills down a five-year-old's throat is not the way yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I we ended up moving out of Knox County and into Oak Ridge Cities schools and they have been phenomenal for him and that's part of the reason why he's such a good kid now is because we had a school system that was willing to work with me and not Mm -hmm. fight me you know type scenario but Mm -hmm. but yes that i had my own other stress (laughs) that i wasn't a like i had the time because when he was in school i could have been hustling Mm -hmm. and i wasn't you know so i totally understand what you're saying um but it's also one of those things where i didn't know i didn't know how to do what i wanted to do i didn't have the people surrounding me to help me along the way that i have now you know um i also was so worried about being a good mom that my career was taking like like i was having to take a step back like there's so many factors in that that you might not necessarily be dealing with that same stuff but i still i still rec i still see yeah. you like i still recognize that that do you feeling. schedule
0: everything you do
2: um almost yeah i have to like um to the point that i like i live on the third floor of an apartment building with no laundry so i have to like schedule my laundry days um, you know, this week alone, tomorrow, Wednesday night is my only night that I don't have something planned. Just <laughs> you so know. you can
1: do laundry. Well, yeah. I or, did laundry mm. last Friday. Oh, yeah. I scheduled that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's my only night to where I you don't have anything scheduled and you can just I can just do whatever I want to mm-hmm. do, but I'll probably still work. <laughs> I'll still find some kind of hustle stuff to do. <laughs> you know, but and then there's like last week i didn't have anything so really it's it ebbs and flows um but like sunday was my first day off where i didn't have a photo shoot i didn't have a fat life event i didn't have my mm-hmm. day job whatever mm-hmm. and i still met with mallory and we sat for four hours going through our calendar scheduling out events and, and see, photo shoots awesome. for the for the next year <laughs> we have events on our calendar for the next year because if we don't do it now <laughs> what will happen is we'll be like we've scheduled other things but these are the things we wanted to do you know yeah so um so we spent four because i love her we hate like we see each other every we talk every single day she called me obviously (laughs) you know (laughs) like um and and our her kids are around they're a little younger than isaac isaac's 12 and her kids are 10 and 8 and but they still have a great friendship so they go play Mm -hmm. while we do Mm -hmm. our stuff and um. It so yeah. We schedule a lot. Like if you were to look at my calendar, it's no. I NBC love that. Found the
1: collaboration has really helped you.
2: Um. With Mallory. Yeah. Absolutely. Like we get to like, w- typically throughout the year we'll t- she'll get a wild hair up her ass and be like can you do this makeup and i'm like fuck yeah let's find a model <laughs> you know <laughs> and we'll just find someone and give them a free shoot because we have this creative outlet that we need I'm to- <laughs>
0: available anytime you want that to happen
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> absolutely so um and we just flow so well it's so funny because people that don't know us may th- think that we're like I- we've actually had clients reach out to her later saying ashley was such a bossy ass bitch or like what and she's like oh we're just we just bicker like we're married it's okay (laughs) (laughs) because we do we we bicker like we're married and and um we've got such a good rhythm to where she shoots the pictures and even though I'm doing the makeup um I also do confidence coaching and pose coaching with our clients so I'll be like tilt your head toes don't forget your toes long deck, whatever it may be Um, Because I know what it feels like to be in front of her camera on multiple occasions, in multiple outfits, in multiple scenarios. (laughs) And so she can focus on finding the right angle and I can focus on making Making sure they look as beautiful as they want. Yes, absolutely. And what I love and pride is that. Every single photo shoot, we always show them that the picture that we get Mm -hmm. and they're like, I can't believe that's me. Right. You know, and the uh, testimony we hear all the time is like, I finally got to see myself how other people have been telling me to see myself you know Mm -hmm. what i mean
0: every person every person should have a boudoir shoot absolutely every single person
2: yes
1: be much better with a professional photographer and not with your friend with their iphone camera but yeah right i mean we
2: (laughs) hey we take you some pretty, we have, good yeah. well, pretty good pictures, too. I mean, hey, say that, but that's what me and my best friend have been doing. Yes. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's a little different because she is a pro. <laughs> she,
1: she does have several different lenses and her <laughs> very nice camera. But, yes. yeah, we do. I mean... I think Brady and I do pretty well for some stuff, but I am so awkward and stiff.
2: Um, people come into I am not our good. studio. Well, I say our studio; it's her studio. I just kind of—I'm just in. The it space, doesn't but. matter. I bet she does not
1: care at all that you say it's <laughs> No, ours. she
2: doesn't. But I respect that. I like try to respect that boundary. But, um, you know, we've had people walk in like shaking in their boots like just can't even drink their water or their wine that we keep them. and then by the end they're like i can't believe i waited so long to do this and well, so we just much fun. like yeah we have so much fun we make it so much fun um at the beginning of uh you know when we're not doing many sessions where it's back to back and i'm uh, there's no way i can coach type mm-hmm. stuff that's a little different But when it's the one-on-one stuff um we do this like it's this confidence pose, like hands on your hips, chin back. I'm a badass bitch, and I want to hear it loud and proud, you know. And or vivacious queen, or you know, whatever it may be. And
0: now, I for every it. time I talk bad about myself, you better believe that there are times when I look in the mirror at myself and go, I am a You're, badass. Yeah, bitch. I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. You're great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So don't think it's just like no. I'm just dogging myself all the time. Yeah, no, I I'm extremely it. vain. If well, you want to be really I
2: honest, mean, <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> you know and that is the bane of the pretty girl. You know,
2: yeah. <laughs> no,
0: my granny always told me that I was photogenic. I got and that too. I listened to everything she said and took it to heart, and I was like, "Yeah, you I are am very photogenic." Photogenic. So are you? It's all about angles and, and position. Hundred percent angles. Yeah. It's always it's the about angles. angles and light.
1: Yeah. Too bad for me, lights. you can't always count on that light. And Sometimes. <laughs> uh, but now that we got the ring lights, we can walk around I, with it.
2: Yes, I have a ring light too. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where hey, <laughs> that shower session I did with Mallory, it, it's really cool. It's just a piece of plexiglass that she mm-hmm. sprays water on, so that. She, and I could see my reflection in it more than I could see her, and because I've stood in the mirror and like I can mm-hmm. I can take better selfies than any. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: definitely.
2: Um, uh, to where I could like twist and turn the way that I I needed to to get some of those fucking. I've never been in a two-piece comfortably in front of a camera other than my own personal, like, selfies. Mm -hmm. And so for me to feel like a vivacious badass bitch in front of her lens, like...
1: Like, I've had people take photos of me, and I'm just like, oh, this is awful. Because they don't understand what What it's like to be a bigger girl and to have photos taken and to... Well, you know move your thigh you know right yeah. Reach
2: underneath your thigh and pull, pull that it. shit up yeah pull and it she'll over tell you when she yeah. comes and on the show, the show and... like this the secrets that we do yes but, but
1: because and I would love to have her too um, but
0: you
2: should just you know, have us both like yeah. we'll okay.
1: you could. we would love <laughs> we'll have, to have her you both. and then
2: we'll have you guys on yeah. together yeah. yeah please do yeah so
1: but I think that she has the insight and then her eye for beauty and also what I always liked about her and her art is that she sees extraordinarily beauty in ordinary things Mm
2: -hmm. or in things that are not ordinarily beautiful yes
1: and so um i mean it would be cool to have that Uh, and then also her editing skills are really wild Mm -hmm. but yeah she did some stuff and i can't even remember it was for knoxville nights she might remember we'll talk about it later but then she's always kind of been in my orbit, my mm-hmm. Venn diagram of circles, just like everybody mm-hmm. that I know, you know, yeah, Callie we did comedy before mm-hmm. and with us and I love her. I would love to have Callie on. You I know, love her Callie. health has been a little ick right now, mm-hmm. but she's she's going to do great, I know, and I would love to have her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um anyway, so but Mallory is very talented. <laughs> It's, she has very good eyes. I'm gonna so tell the, her
2: she stole the show. Like this is supposed to be about me. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, well, I know. All we've talked we're about. Gonna is Mallory, it, we're gonna bitch, cut it. We're gonna cut it all well, out about Mallory. I'm just
0: kidding.
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mallory, I Mallory,
0: Mallory. For you, what's the future?
2: um so as a i keep mentioning the retreat but that's because that's in the forefront yes of my mind. yeah
1: that's coming up may may
2: the first weekend of may and where yeah. are you going
1: what are you doing um
2: we have rented out this luxury cabin me and my friend april thomas Um who is also
0: a phenomenal hustler and yes, i'm she, getting her on the show do? too
2: She owns Born This Way Tattoos uh, Body Arts. Oh, very cool. Uh, She's the co-founder of that. Mm -hmm. And then she um, is also in photography and does motivational speaking within the piercing industry and is just a spiritual badass. Like, like, she's also one of my best (laughs) friends, too. So, Um, but it's funny because she contacted me for a reading a little over a year ago, like December of 2020. And was like, I just I feel like I'm drowning. So we have this reading and it. Went great, and by the end of it, she goes, "You know, you filled my cup so much f- for me. What can I do to fill you back up?" And I was like, "I want to learn some business for you." And she goes, "Have you ever thought of a retreat?" And I said, "Absolutely. Like, I've that's a dream of mine to to fill to you know take time." And so we've spent this last year meeting weekly, like find like market research, like locations all this that other is stuff so awesome. that we basically it's two days. You check in on a Friday, we check out, um, on Sunday and it's just going to be a party to fill up each other's cups and learn some confidence and self acceptance and self love, but also learn how to trust your intuition and, and you know, those gut feelings mm-hmm. that, and, um, learn how to manifest things in your life. Cause we, I manifested this, re- you know, retreat and I manifested that crown mm-hmm. with the beauty pageant and, and we can talk about that, too. Like, yeah. uh, there's so many things that I have manifested in my life that nobody can tell me that that shit is fake.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, focusing your energy on that point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the w- what's in the future is this retreat. And then um, my my long term goal is to have those on a regular basis, like whether that's every six months or every year. Yeah. Um, I'm well, building. how many
1: people can you get? How many spaces do you have for this retreat? Um, are you I, sold out? we
2: We're not sold out yet. I she just,
0: just got the event. She just posted
2: it. I well, uh, the registration's been open for a little bit. We've just been trickling things down. Um sold another ticket on the way here. so yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I always call April <laughs> like best <"This laughs> we sold another ticket. <laughs> we have our little because <laughs> this is coming to fruition type stuff um but yeah we um I think we have space for if I remember correctly it was like 25 to 30 people um and we've got a handful of people um with their tickets now mm-hmm. and people that have contacted me and they're like I'm just waiting for certain many things to fall into place or mm-hmm. whatever nice so I'm so well
1: how like if somebody is listening to us because our mm-hmm. our listenership or is primarily female
2: okay perfect
1: and uh is this only for female or female identifying or it is how... open
2: to the girls gays they's and the occasional bro that are open to being you know accepting with one another now granted all of it's been female so far so I, and 90 percent mm-hmm. of my group is well 95 percent of my group is female but it's it's a safe place for all i have straight cis men in my group that are open and and Mm -hmm. accepting and I have uh, trans and and you know, just gay and lesbian people in my group because it's it's open to everybody. Right, you're you know?
1: inclusive. Yeah. And then, what is the cost of the retreat?
2: So you can either purchase a king suite, which is a private room with a private bath, um, which co- includes the event ticket, and it's six ninety nine, or you can purchase a queen bunk bed, which is a shared room with a shared bath for five ninety
1: nine. And that's per person.
2: Per person. That is per person. But you can split the king suite. You can't split the queen. But you can split the queen mm-hmm. the king suite and you can just add a plus one ticket which is 350 um but it's all inclusive we are going to cook for you um vegan gluten-free whatever you need mm. type scenario um there's going to be swag bags and goodies all all you know on the beds when you <laughs> yeah. get there and and just workshops uh, the um cabin has an indoor pool so even though it's still early spring we're gonna party it up that friday Where night at,
1: gosh it sounds like one of my friend's daughter's <laughs> cabins that they rent
2: yeah so we're gonna party up that friday night if it has two kitchens to i'm other. gonna be like hmm. the kitchen is huge you can go to my website it's heyashmack.com like hey girl hey um and click on fat Light for treat and read all about it um, you can also read about my intuitive readings and my makeup artistry and see all my portfolio from everything that I've done. Hey, Ash Mac is the central hub nice. of everything. Of everything. Yeah. And
0: then they can always find you on Instagram. It's- they can find you on TikTok,
2: which all of like, it is Hey, Ash Mac. Like, my, I'm pretty concerned. Hey, <laughs> like, that <hey>.
0: 70,000. <laughs> because she's <laughs> branding. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I've been doing that since twenty fourteen. That hey, Ashback has been that.
0: that's awesome.
2: So, um, is there an underscore or anything in it? Nope, no.
0: no. Awesome. You know, and we, you know, we just started this a couple years ago. So, I mean, our Gab and Girl Time hashtag has oh. over three hundred and ten thousand views. Nice, that's so. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's only going to build. It's only going to get bigger.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing makeup for ten years, but it wasn't until, well excuse me i was gonna say it wasn't until like the last couple of years that things really start to kick off but i've i was kind of people have known me for a long time yeah. in, in the makeup stuff but people didn't know me for the fat life or anything until re- more recently has mm-hmm. that started to like i had someone comment on one of my pictures the other day where he was um, I did a networking event not too long ago and didn't get to talk to someone. And so on their comment, they were like, well, we weren't able to talk to you, but I just wanted you to know that my husband has heard about you from his work at Denzo and, and all, you know, (laughs) right. Your eyes
0: was like, I know men that work at Denzo. Well, there's women that work there too that Mm -hmm.
2: happen to be our clients, you know, and, and she's like, just keep up the good work. And, and I have, fans that have talked to me on Instagram, you know, men in California that are like, I've heard other, I feel like I've heard about you for a long time. And, and I'm just like, I'm just here. here." (laughs) Like, I'm not like, I don't have this vision of let me reach everybody. But everybody's just kind of come, come at my table. I think Um, a lot of that
1: is from promoting from you promoting other people as well. Like, mm-hmm. I think you've been lifted up because you've constantly lifted up other people. Mm-hmm. I noticed that back when I first when you first did the um, beauty pageant,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you were hyping everybody else as much as yourself, even yes. though you're like, yeah, I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> but it was, you I know, almost
2: didn't do the pageant. That sucks. Well, it wasn't. Well, let me tell you what happened. Was it? It was just not my vibe in the moment, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I had four different people in my inbox like, you have to do this, and I was like, I don't, I don't really want to do it. Like, um, and. I looked at my kid who at the time, you know, he's 12 now. So what was that, like 2019? So he was like 10 or 9 or 10. And I said, what do you feel about mommy being in a beauty pageant? And he goes, only if you win. (laughs) I was like, like, done. Well, now I have to. Well, right. (laughs) I was like, okay, fine. Let's do this. (laughs) And I got the last spot. They only had so many spots open and I got the last spot. And my thought process, I just had a feeling. Like my thought process was, that I saw the crown and I was like, that crown is mine and a best of luck to everybody. I want uh, whoever wins, whoever wins, I don't care. I'm going to hype you up, but that crown is mine and I just know it. (laughs) (laughs) And so that whole, that whole, however months before, you know, um, in all of our like group chats or, or whatever, um, that's all I would say is like I love you all and I wish you all the best I hope whoever wins ha- like we're just going to have a good time and have an amazing time but that crowd is mine <laughs> yes.
0: okay so run down your hustles real quick oh god right yeah
2: um, so the main <laughs> hustles um, is my makeup artistry and um, my fat life with the intuitive card readings and things like that Um, The fat life in itself is like just uplifting others. And in the future, it's going to be my main, my main income eventually. But, um, but yeah, those are my three, three or four. But if I went through everything that I did that made me some type of money. um, Well, just the things
0: that you're focusing on, like right now, your hustles right now. Oh,
2: the things that I'm focused on, my makeup, the retreat with the fat life, fat life events in general um and my intuitive card readings Mm -hmm. are the main side hustles Mm -hmm. and then i work a nine to five
1: (laughs) well i believe as soon as they release some of these income tax refunds that you're going to sell out your retreat yes yes i think that it's easily gonna sell out i appreciate that Mm
2: -hmm. that's our hope that's been the plan that's been that long run like Let's find something about you know not to not that I want people to necessarily be like let me give you all my money yes I do give me all your money <laughs> but, <laughs> we
1: will uh, take it as long as you keep enough to pay your bills yeah and feed I want your you people. to pay your bills
2: but I also want you to take that that leap yeah because you know um, a lot of times people are scared to make changes in their life because they're like well what mm-hmm. if I fail well failure is a part of success mm-hmm. and failure it can be scary but that doesn't mean that it's the end all be all and I've I have failed a lot, but it's also one of those things where, um, if I hadn't have taken the leap to leave that job that I hated, I wouldn't be where I am today with my makeup artistry. If I hadn't taken that leap to say, Hey, I love astrology and I, here's my table, come sit at my table. I wouldn't have the fat life. And you know, the fat life fills my cup more than anything else. You know, i also to my kid, of course, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but feel like the... Seeing people grow, I've watched people grow in the fat life to the point to where when they came in the fat life, they're like, I don't understand this. I'm negative Nancy. Like, and I'm like, let me give you some tips on manifestation, law of attraction, changing that perspective. Mm -hmm. And over the year or whatever months that they were in the group, I've watched them blossom and they will even say like, I, I can, there've been things that have changed in my life that I can't say thank you to anybody else, but people in this group you know so that's
1: amazing (laughs) And and wonderful
2: yeah and I love it so much
1: in the words of my very extremely wise now departed mother I have to say though the lie about failure is you only fail if you don't try exactly
2: period yeah you miss all the shots you don't take. So, 100%. That's been
0: said twice to me today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it, By so both of you in
0: this room. Yes. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> about that's different the things. universe telling you something.
1: Yes, so, what do you think the been, universe yes. is telling you? was no, also talking to me as well because I would not uh doing comedy. I'm a little behind on where I should be because... I really hate rejection and I hate everything I do because that's been recorded because it's not <laughs> perfect to me mm-hmm. and so I look at it through a very critical lens same kind of criticism though if I were picking comics to do things you know mm-hmm. so being the mean girl in me uh, I wouldn't allow myself to enter contest or or... Not contests, but um, to put in for festivals or whatever. And so then I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. And so far, everyone that I've applied for, I've gotten into. Yeah. So, and it's like, are you serious? Well, and what here, you got coming up? Uh, Doing event wise, event wise, yeah, yeah. Where can stuff. they?
0: Where can people come see you, well, Gailicious? Say
1: tomor- tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, <at> Central Cinema, <laughs> and then uh, it'll be out. We won't. I have. I'm sorry. This will air Valentine's Day, and so va- tonight when it airs, because I mean I have stuff going this whole past week, but tonight I will be in Market Square, but it's a sold out show. Um I'm doing a Valentine's so show. So just
2: stand outside the door and get her autograph. Yeah. When, when yeah. Just...
1: Yes. You know? And then uh March I have gigs in North Carolina in Charleston, South Carolina, and then in May, I'm doing a festival, we're going to do it together, actually, was like, I got into the festival, and then I was like, we need uh, to do the podcast, so I need my co-host to be allowed in the, they're like, yeah, okay, and so, um, I'm going to love, yeah, I'm going to love that, too, and there will be more of that, and right now, I'm not looking at my calendar, but there's more stuff going on, it isn't just then, so, yeah it'll be fun it's it's gonna be fun but yeah you have not because you ask not just remember that
2: Mm -hmm. and even to the point of like not even necessarily asking other people but just putting that energy out into the universe like it's a matter of setting those intentions putting action behind it because the universe is going to say oh this is what you want here are some opportunities for you and if you say oh no i don't like that opportunity well fuck you you're not gonna get what you want <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know um and speak and, it out
1: speak it right out. but and make sure you speak like the good intent it's don't the positive yeah yeah don't dwell on the negative because you can flip you're gonna manifest your energy negative. you yeah. can like, there are literal bad luck schlep rocks out there because they're constantly, poor, pitiful, yes. sad me. The universe Everything is not out Everything is to get you. bad. You and it's like, why are you attracting all of the bad yes. things? Yeah. Stop this.
2: But it's also, I want to kind of backtrack to something you said earlier about the, like, positiveness, all that bad thing, like, negative emotions and stuff are good, too. Like, It comes back to that spiritual bigotry of positive vibes only. Like, no, Mm -hmm. let's have tough conversations. If you're sad, be Mm -hmm. sad. If you're angry, be angry but don't hold on to it let it Move flow. through you mm-hmm. it's like a train it's a emotion mm-hmm. train <laughs> were you about to say the same thing no, just <laughs> i mean
1: literally a pure water sign all i do is flow and yeah. then take the shape of whatever container yeah, it's when you
2: like... talk about the astrology of it you know the fire signs are just pure passion yes and yes and can that's be fine hard that's, sometimes. you're meant to be that mm-hmm. way but don't don't physically take it out on people and don't physically take it out on yourself, but like feel those emotions. And because when, what's funny is that I just saw a TikTok not too long ago where somebody was like, let me tell you what my therapist said today. Um, Emotions are like a big beach ball. And the more that you try to hold it underwater, the less it's going to stay, you know, Mm -hmm. and it bounces back up. And so the more that you can, run through those emotions and sit in it, the easier it will be to let go and the easier... Not in the beginning, obviously, yeah. but you know, like things like grief won't come up so often if you mm-hmm. can sit in those emotions because we live in a society where, oh, something bad has happened and you're grieving, five minutes and then be done. And and don't bury t- it. Yeah. Bury and what it.
1: happens to garbage when you bury your garbage? Ugh. Eventually, it blows up. Yeah. It creates a high pressure gas <laughs> and becomes a bomb. Yeah. So you know you need to definitely work through recycle get rid of literally compost some things yeah it's you're allowed to energy yes and you're allowed to let things die you do not have to be the keeper of all of the memories in in the fam you Mm -hmm. do not have to be responsible for everybody else's emotions Mm -hmm. if you happen to be the matriarch Of the family. Why are you looking at me talking to me? I am also the matriarch of the family. (laughs) I mean, you do not, because I think of when I purged all of my parents' things, I became the keeper of their stuff. As well as emotions and held on to. Yeah,
0: I'm that way. And I know that
1: you're purging right now and you're going through some stuff. I'm going through some things as well. And it's okay to let go of some of these objects, whether, you know, decide what's really an heirloom that you want to pass down. Mm Mm-hmm. Because sometimes carrying around energy of objects is difficult as well.
2: And well, that energy, those objects hold that energy too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's also one of those things where holding onto too much stuff bogs your own energy down. Yes, um, it does. I have
1: so, never felt more free than getting rid of yes. all this stuff. And I literally gave away enough that the people that took it easily could have opened their own shop. With how much I gave away. Yes. But I also, hey, do you want this? Do you want this? Anybody want this? Maybe I'll try to sell some of this, but I don't really care enough to sell it. It's too difficult for me to put a price on things. I'm too emotionally set with that. So I gave away everything that, you know, and some things that I'm like, oh, man, I gave that away. But, you know, it's also it's fine because it's all stuff. It was all trinkets and trash. And that's. Yeah, what it I ends up being anyway,
2: and did I got rid of like two thirds of my closet. And yeah, it's crazy I burned all these journals because I used to keep bullet journals. And I didn't burn them. I just threw them out. But um, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I could go back through because like I had stuff when my mom had her stroke and yes. and that. The that. the catharticness of that. Yeah. of that.
1: I wish that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But I. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's one of those things where I don't dwell on that. Man, God. Yeah, that shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's where you get bogged down. Oh, yeah, definitely. And just letting that energy flow and grounding yourself and meditation and, you know, all that hoopla that some people call woo-woo and (laughs) whatever.
1: Yeah, embrace the woo-woo. Every now and again, embrace, you know, it's magical. It is. And it's magical regardless to if, you know, people want to, if you are Jewish or if you're Christian or if you're Muslim. There is a magic to that, whether yes. they want to believe the magic or not. Well,
2: no different than like communion with the body of Christ and the mm-hmm. crackers and stuff. That's a, that's a the ritual. Sacrament. Yeah. Yes. Um, or any different mm-hmm. than certain th- things that you do with your bath houses in mm-hmm. other religions. um. You know, or in my own s- spirituality, I l- like to manifest with the moon. And so the new moon, I'm mm-hmm. doing certain things and the full moon, I'm doing certain things and I'm, i'm right it's cathartic in the sense of like even if nothing else i'm writing these things down and telling the universe this is what i want during the new moon and i'm burning it to put it Mm-hmm. Put that magic out, you know. And during the full moon, I'm saying this is what I'm releasing, and that's that's the shit that helped me get through breakups when I was mm-hmm. like, "Fuck you," and your dickmatizing <laughs> yes, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> kind of thing, <laughs> you know, like it, it, that releasing is cathartic. That's something we're gonna do on the retreat. Is like that final night is like a burn and release of like what are we mm-hmm. letting go so we're not carrying it into back to reality when you go back home you know and mm-hmm. and things like that so but there's there's that that woo woo is woo woo you know <laughs> it's cathartic it's, in its own way so if Thank you want to
0: let go of your woo woo. Woo-woo Woo-hoo That's what my granny Embrace your woo-woo Embrace well, your woo-woo Let
2: go of your boo-hoo get Yes the Woo-hoo Dang Bam
0: Some marketing. That's marketing. <laughs> so email us At gabangirltime At gmail.com Yeah find me At Gabingale time Everywhere Where can we find you <laughs> I am Brad Yvonne Beaverhausen on Instagram And Bruce Tonsils On Fet And TikTok We didn't even get To talk about kink we today, to so. When you come back,
2: okay um, I think but we I should can give it
0: right back so have it doesn't just matter. be able to slap people again just <laughs> like in the olden days yeah just when duel, you're acting like a dick to a just
2: if a we, good slap. You know what? If enough people, like, we could start a movement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you would think that could do, That's that violence, though. Louis no, Anderson's a good slap to the face would put you idea. into perspective. And I guarantee
2: you a lot of them would like it. And I like, know they
3: would.
0: Louis Anderson had
1: the right idea, and I don't know why we don't have the stun gun, you know, where he was like <laughs> the stupidity stun gun. You know what I want? I don't want to kill you. But I want to be able to
0: shoot you and have you be like, oh man, I was being a dick. Oh man, that's what <laughs> you know? i I've, I've watched every special. Yes, he's done this Louis. this past week. Yeah, this. Yes. I've watched Baskets again. I need to but watch Baskets because i think do.
2: I watched I just, the
1: very first episode. Was that Galifianakis only as well? Remember, and um, his
2: cartoon. Yeah, I've, I've watched that too. too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it's so
1: cute. I know. <laughs> Louie did, I mean, but he had a lot of, there was a lot going on with Louie, but I, you know, I'm sad
0: that he's gone. We've got some people that, you know, some good gems. Hey, you're going to sing with us?
2: i uh, sure. <laughs> I know. What am I singing? <laughs> the Gavin Girl time. Hey to our
0: listeners. Hey, I just got new holographic stickers in, That's and cool. I want you to have one. Have so why don't you it. email us at... Girltime at gmail.com yeah, I'm you forcing my love upon you do what? you can make it into a magnet
1: <gasps> My daughter um her friend made our stickers into
0: refrigerator magnets. Well that's awesome. We can do I that. I know. Yeah. I know. we, we want to thank our listeners. We can do all kinds we of things. We love you and we've loved having you on we today. We love having you. And, and we love having listeners. And we love our <laughs> listeners.
2: <laughs> I love your listeners.
0: And I want you to come back.
2: I would love to come
0: back, and I want Mallory to come in, and then Mallory I want you two to come, come, come together, yeah. and we can maybe we can do you and Mallory after the retreat, and you can come back and tell yeah. us how amazing that was. Oh, absolutely. If we Mallory's don't,
2: Mallory's our official photographer. so. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that super that's super
1: great.
2: great. I love having a best friend. <laughs> yes, me too. Ratty
1: makes things. She, yes, cakes and, super talented, like, you talented.
0: and know. we're both. Desserts. We are both super talented. I
1: am a premier hairstylist as well as hysterical yeah. most of the time.
2: We laugh pretty much all night. And I like to make
1: things. I love y'all. <laughs> Thank you for
0: coming. And you know what? We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Come for the ass, stay for, stay the, class.
2: for the class. Woo-woo. Turn your boo-hoo into a woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't said
0: your class. No, 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 no. You're good.
2: You're good. <laughs> <laughs>